Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. You're a little cranky. It's late. We just saw No Time to Die, the latest James Bond movie, Mm -hmm. and you're part T-Rex. Right. Yes. Yes. Short arms. Yes. She she has tiny little arms. She could not reach across the table to grab the microphone and set it up. I don't. I actually have very long arms. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're looking at at orangutan. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. All right. You ready to uh, jump into it? Yeah, this is Cheryl and Tony's super short show. Yes. So we're going to start with um, Disneyland, where they, the uh, reopening date for Finding Nemo, the submarine voyage, has been changed to a winter reopening uh, with no year listed. That's right. It had previously, previously been listed as returning winter 2021, uh, but now the construction walls around it say winter. <laughs> Although it's funny because it does say this winter, which does go into 2022. You know, yeah. winter winter technically starts like December 19th. Right. So they don't want to say winter 2021. Well, because really winter, winter 2021. 2021 is like the following year, really. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's only like nine last days. Last year, not the following year. The it, previous year. It's like 11 days. Yeah. Yeah. So that it makes made, sense. Yeah, it does make more sense to say this one. So at some point by March, uh, Finding Nemo submarine voyage should be back. Well, that's going to be good news. Yes. Um, so if you're a fan of Joffrey's Coffee, this is great news for you. And if you're not, it's just dreadful. Um, it looks like Joffrey's Coffee has started to make an appearance at the Disneyland Resort. That's right. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company has made their California debut with a gourmet coffee stand in Disney's California Adventure. Um, they have taken over the gourmet coffee stand, which is just outside the entrance to Pacific Wharf. Okay. So that's a nice opportunity there. They offer cold brew, regular coffee, espresso, specialty espressos, um, hot beverages like hot cocoa. And apparently they even offer cocktails now, like Bellini's and I guess Bailey's coffee. Mm, I like be- I like a Bellini. Yes. Who doesn't? You? Yeah, that's true. All right. Um some new props have been added to the Muppets Haunted Mansion photo ops at Downtown Disney. That's right. There are new props uh, related to the new Disney Plus Muppets Haunted Mansion show, which arrives on Disney Plus today, uh, October 8th. Um, and uh, what do they have? They have uh, a Honda Ridgeline decorated. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's so that's, Muppets. That, that's a fun photo <laughs> opportunity, uh, with as well as some props. Um Related to the uh, Muppets and Gonzo. And then there's um, a wall with the uh, Muppet stretching room characters, which is nice. Now, the thing that I didn't notice initially about the Honda Ridgeline is it's painted with the Haunted Mansion Muppet wallpaper. The eyes. uh, Characters, yes. But they're all like Gonzo and Pepe and uh, other Muppet characters. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. So if you're in the downtown Disneyland district, uh, go get some photo ops. Fabulous. Yeah. All right. Headed over to the other side of the country in um, the Magic Kingdom. They are still working on uh, Tron Light Cycle Run. They've moved on to the railroad tunnel. That's right, because the railroad does go through there. Uh, so they are working on the tunnel. Uh, lots, apparently from the pictures, lots of porta potties, lots of earth moving equipment, <laughs> lots of Bob's barricades. That's right. Uh, the coaster launch is now vehicle, uh, coaster launch is now visible. Um, and we know they're rerouting the, um, the train, uh, because of the new location for Tron light cycle run. And, um, they're going to have to put a tunnel in there. Okay. So I wonder how they will theme the tunnel. 
Will you see scenes from Tron or will it just be a a black tunnel? I'm thinking something really. It's not a long tunnel. Tron. It's very short. Quick flashes. It's only like 30 feet. Okay. In Epcot at the Morocco Pavilion, they have closed uh, one of the shops there for a little while. The, how do you say it? Souk al Maghreb. Okay. That's right. Uh, That is a gift shop. It had reopened in December uh, and it has closed for an interior refurbishment. Uh, Disney did take over the Morocco Pavilion middle of last year. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, this is just one of the continuing changes that is going on. Okay. No word on how long it will be closed. At Guardians of the Galaxy, they are working on the uh, outdoor space, doing a bunch of landscaping, adding some trees. That's right. Um, the At the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion, uh, which is where Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will uh, open next year, uh, they are planting trees. Um, a lot of this work is visible from the monorail, so there's some pretty good pictures in there. And um, they do have some poles up, possibly where the Xandarian ship is going to be, and they're also installing palm trees. Very cool. Yes, nothing better than landscaping. <laughs> no. In the Canada Pavilion, um, props have returned to the wall outside the Northwest Mercantile. That's right. The props were removed in July, uh, and they've been um, they've been a little bit, I guess, refurbished, painted, you know, given a good once over, uh, and uh, they have returned. They've been gone since uh, July twenty fifth, and uh, it looks a lot better. It does. It looks. Much fresher. Because the old building just had like dirt marks where the old uh, props had been. So they probably took the opportunity. looks like they power washed the Northwest Mercantile building as well. And all of the props represent uh, equipment that you would have needed to have lived in the Canadian Northwest in the 17 and 1800s. Cool. Now we're going all the way to resort news. Yeah, jumping over to resort news. Um, so new resort, if you even call it a resort, but the um, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, um, the dates opened up for booking for select um, individuals, and that first sailing has now been fully booked. That's right. The original group that got to book was Golden Oak Residence, that is Disney's uh, exclusive gated community and club 33 members were able to book at the beginning of this week. Uh, DVC and annual pass holder booking window opened up on Thursday, October 7th and the maiden voyage of the Halcyon is now sold out. Um, these are two night, three day voyages that will start sailing on March 1st of 2022. Um, so, uh, that's exciting. There's only like, uh, I think a hundred staterooms. Yeah, so not many. It, it, it's it's not very tough to sell out, but the question is, right. will they sell out three times a week? We'll see. Or twice a week, two and a half times a week, I guess. So now, the interesting thing was that the uh, Disney Vacation Club members, when they were booking, um, because their win- when their window opened up, they actually had to use points to make those bookings for at least one of the people staying in their um, in each room cabin. Yeah. cabin. Uh, it's a lot of points. It's 295 points per adult, and that's what it starts at. Mm-hmm. So much like resort pricing um, and cruise pricing, mm-hmm. uh, the price uh, fluctuates depending upon the time of year, month, week. If kids are on vacation, the, the points go up. Mm-hmm. Um, and 295 points is a lot. Uh, and that's for a standard room. A Galaxy Suite starts at 359 points, and the Grand Captain Suite starts at 502 points per adult. 
So my problem with it is if you look um, at the actual pricing, the mm-hmm. dollar pricing, it's about $1,200 a guest per night for that same um, beginning price point. Mm-hmm. So usually when you're trying to figure out what points are worth, um, they're usually between like $13 and $15 a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get a bargain, they're closer to 12 you know, super right. people are really trying to unload them. You might get them for 10 So let's be like crazy conservative here and say they're $10 it's $10 a point, that's which is like really low. Yeah, it's $2,900 compared to, I mean, that's two nights. But still, if you double the uh, the twelve the 1200 you're still, you know, paying $600 more because you're a vacation club no, member. No, that 295 is for the full voyage. It's not per night. No, I know. This is this is per night, so that's why I doubled it. But and it's then, still per oh, okay. guest. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my math. Okay. I'm good at money math. It's the only kind of math I'm good at. Yeah. Money math, point math. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. Um, but, uh, you know, I have held for a long time that if you're a DVC member, you can use points for cruises. And we determined a long time ago that using points for cruises is not cost effective. No, but they're forcing people into doing it here right. because that's the only way for they're letting them person. book. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Not cool. No, not cool at all. Um, let's see. Star Wars Cargo Bay with a Batuu backstory and Mickey and Minnie's Captain's Deck are going to be debuting on the Disney Wish cruise ships. That's right. Those are going to be two new experiences for kids. Um, and these are going to be in the Disney Disney's Oceaneer Club, which is a club for kids ages 3 to 12. The club is also going to have an Imagineering, Imagineering Lab, Fairy Tale Hall, and a Marvel Superhero Academy. Now, personally, I'm a little upset that the kids uh, get these two experiences and not the adults. Uh, Star Wars Star Wars Cargo Bay is an immersive, immersive experience where kids will play the role of creature handlers as they get to manage a menagerie of exotic beings from across the galaxy, including porgs, lothcats, warts, and more. Um, and uh, they're going to use augmented reality data pads to track and study the creatures on special assignments. So that is uh, very kind of cool. Um, Ray and Chewbacca, who happen to uh, stow away on the Wish, mm-hmm. will be a part of this uh, experience. I think, the, at least for the first, you know, I don't know, few sailings, they're going to have to have the open house times where they're sort of displaying these um, right. capabilities yeah. to families. Yeah. And then Mickey and Minnie's Captain Deck is a nautical playground. Uh, that is inspired by the colors, icons, and magic of the Disney Cruise Line. It is a brand new space with physical and sensory style games like pipe slides, crawl throughs, ship wheels, uh, busy boxes, and uh, cushy life preserver seating areas. Now, if that were adult sized, I would play. I mean, <laughs> I could probably fit in the kids' size ones. That's for very little kids. So that's um, that's probably you know like the the three to five uh, age group is who's going to get the biggest kick out of those. I think. Yeah. And Tony. And Tony. Little <laughs> little adults. Moving to entertainment news, um, Catherine Hahn is returning as Agatha Harkness in a WandaVision spinoff series on Disney+. Plus. That's right. We don't know when this is going to debut, um, but uh, Variety has reported that Disney is developing a spinoff from WandaVision. Um, it's going to be a dark comedy, and the head writer from WandaVision has signed on as the writer and executive producer. Um if you saw WandaVision, you know that Katherine Hahn earned a Best Supporting Actress Emmy nomination for her work, and uh, that was one of 23 nominations that WandaVision uh, received. Uh, the popular song Agatha All Along won an Emmy Award for Best Original Music and Lyrics. Huh. So um, that's uh, that's cool news. Always good to see uh, new Marvel shows. 
And she will tie in eventually, hopefully, to the Fantastic Four, because in the comic books, she is uh, their nanny when Ben okay. and, I'm sorry, when Reed and Sue uh, have their son. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Dancing with the Stars, and one of my favorite weeks on Dancing with the Stars is Disney Week. And they have announced the songs and the dances mm-hmm. that they're going to be performing, and that's going to be on this coming Monday, October. Uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday, October 12th. It's a two-part show. It's uh, Monday. Oh, Monday and Tuesday. I was like, I did think it was on on Monday. That's right. It's a two-day Disney event, which uh, airs on Monday night, which features dances honoring Disney heroes. And the second night on Tuesday, October 12th, will feature songs honoring Disney villains. Oh. Uh, no word on if there's two eliminations oh. um, or if there's only one. Uh, if there is only one, then the scores and votes from both nights will be <laughs> added up. So there's going to be some vote math. Are you going to watch with me? Uh, no, no. Um, so at the end of the night, uh, and, and this is something I don't know because I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but Derek Huff, Carrie Ann Inaba, and Brynjo Tonyali will decide which couple to save and which to send home. And if it's a split decision, Len Goodman gets to cast the vote on who gets to stay and who gets to go home. Yeah, they just decide between the bottom two. Okay. So voters vote, and then there's a bottom two, and then the judges Would decide. Would you like to go over the dances that are no. happening? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go over to the little stepbrother uh, ah, and yes. we'll visit Universal. We haven't yeah. had any Universal news in a long time. Uh, Universal is starting to talk about their holiday season. They're calling it the awesomest celebration of the season, which is beginning on November 13th at the Universal Orlando Resort. They are bringing back the Macy's Parade, Grinchmas, and Christmas at Hogwarts. That's right. And this uh, celebration will run from November 13th through January 2nd of 2022. Uh, And this is good because a lot of this was... Uh, canceled due to COVID last year. They had Grinch and Who's appearing in a physically distanced meet and greet. Um, But this is going back to uh, full bore. Macy's Parade is back. And uh, that's that's good news for Universal. But not so good news is that uh, there's some change going on at Universal. Yeah, I kind of, I really like this article that um, this person um, from The Motley Fool put out. Um, And it's just, you know, talking about how a couple of Universal's um, bigger attractions are closing, either completely or for refurbishment. Uh, It looks like uh, Shrek is going to be closing in January. And then Revenge of the Mummy, the indoor coaster, is going to go down for half a year um, for a refurbishment. Um, And this guy points out that, uh, yes, they're doing it just as Disney is, like, ramping up. But, you know, every couple of years they sort of – um, pass the baton, right. you know, where one gets more popular and has all the new stuff and then the other one sort of settles down for a while. And I think that's very true. Yeah. So this is uh, a big deal because the Shrek attraction, as well as its gift shop, are very popular. But it has been around since 2022. Uh, that was a year after the original Shrek film debuted. Uh, Shrek 4D is a 3D show with in-theater effects, and that's going to close in January. And by close, we mean close for good, not right. refurbishment. Yep. Um, they will be hopefully bringing something else into that space. Um, and then... Uh, what is it? Revenge of the Money Mummy? Yeah, half uh, a year refurbishment. Yeah, Revenge of the Mummy is going to do a six-month refurbishment uh, in closing in January and expects to reopen next summer. So that is the news. Um, short show. Yep. Uh, Cheryl hope- and Tony's super short show. That's right. Hope everybody has a good weekend. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>